Welcome to Holistic Human Performance Podcast. My name is Jenna Bradshaw, where we talk all things holistic health, wellness, spirituality, fitness, meditation, energetics, and so much more to help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Let's dive in. This is not medical advice. This is simply to help you on your journey through health, fitness, and wellness. I hope this helps. You can complement this with anything that you are doing currently in your life. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Holistic Human Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Bradshaw. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Jen Fasano with us today. She is amazing. I'm so happy to have her in my life. Um, she is the founder of Long uh, Babes in Business Long Island Chapter. And honestly, I would, without further ado, Jen. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here and I feel the same about you. I feel like uh, every woman that comes into my life through Babes in Business um, is like teaches me something and the list of things that you have taught me in such a short period of time is amazing. Oh, so thank you. you. Yes, I adore you. I love your energy. I love everything that you represent. And I'm trying to think some, who was it? Oh, you know, what I was? remember. I remember who it was. It was Adam, Adam. Yep. from Long Island Networkers. Yep. And, he, and I think you hit me up and we just like got on the phone and we started chatting. And I was like, this chick is really cool. I like yep. her. <laughs> yep. And, and then, she, yeah. And then, yeah. Girl, um, Jenna, she's amazing. And then I, I saw your Instagram. I'm like, oh, another young, gorgeous girl. Great. I love them. I love young, gorgeous girls. <laughs> but then I realized very quickly that you're um, a lot more than just um, a beautiful girl. You're amazing on the inside too. So thank you, Adam, if you're listening or watching. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. And he'll be on actually soon. I'm going to have him on the oh, podcast really? soon too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to like so say funny. hi to yeah, I haven't talked to him in quite some time, but he's he's a great guy and does a lot of things for a lot of entrepreneurs too. So it's so true. So he connected us, and basically, your story is really cool. And honestly, I consider you like queen of networking because you know so many amazing people, and it's like quality people too. It's you know what I mean, like. And also, what I've noticed, you've gone on a little bit of a spiritual journey, and you've incorporated that into Babes in Business, which I love. Um, so why don't you tell us how, cause I get questions all the time. Like, you know, this person's really into networking, but I don't know how to start my own networking business. And, and this person's into networking, but I don't know who to talk to or what to do. So why don't you just share your journey? Because you did not start off in this game. You started in a whole different industry. Yeah. So why don't you go into your story? Okay, cool. So I, when people ask me about my background in networking, I actually say like, I really do believe it started when I was a kid. Like yeah. I really believe it was, I've always been a social kid, a social person. I got voted most talkative in high school. Um, so if that kind of lends towards my like networking expertise, I don't know what does. Uh, but like, I was always a person that liked to get in front of people. I'd like to talk. I'd like to um, I liked to be a part of large groups. I, I, I have a big family. Um, so networking in a sense has kind of always been a part of me. I will say though, and this is something that I've shared a lot too, somewhere along the lines, I became a lot more 
uh, um, concerned about being interested than being interesting. Mm. Um, I think that kind of shaped my journey um, in the last few years. Uh, I think once I learned that you know, being social and being friendly um, was a lot more than just people getting to know who I was, but it was about me really getting to know people um, and understanding them and learning from their experiences in life that it really kind of switched the flipped the switch for me as it relates to like my professional journey. Right. So uh, I was, you know, I, I was in corporate uh, management for a large swan organization uh, that spans the country. I traveled the country training people on policies and procedures. Um, and I did that for a really, really long time. And then I stayed in the salon industry for quite some time after I left that. And I was having kids and got married. Uh, and then I kind of fell into network marketing. Uh, and if those of you that are watching don't know, it's just an opportunity for you to share a product, um, almost like a middleman um, and make an income. Uh, and I did it. It was completely accidental. And I really um, gained some really quick success. And through my network marketing journey, I was always looking for new ways to network, meet new people, right? And um, all of the traditional ways, my necklaces are completely tangled. It's, That's sorry. okay. Um, I know the, the feeling. I yeah, got to stack all of it. Right and I'm watching it. I'm like, my hair's gone. <laughs> um, all the traditional ways of networking to me were really freaking boring. So I joined, you know, one of those networking organizations that are all across Long Island, all across the country. And I would sit in a diner at 7 a.m. and meet men in business suits. And I was like, what am I, what am I doing here? This is not fun. Uh, and then while I was on a business trip in, Nashville um, for my network marketing company, I met this girl, Jen uh, Chavez, who's an incredible human. And she started to tell me a little bit about what she created in New Jersey. And mm. once she started to tell me about Babes in Business in New Jersey, I very quickly was like, Long Island needs this. Long Island women need this. There's nothing out there for us that allows us an opportunity to network, but in a fun and young and fresh way. So Pretty simply, we joined forces. I took Babes in Business to Long Island, and I had my first event in November of 2019. And I remember um, not knowing, like, I had no idea what to expect. Um, all I know is that I wanted it to be fun, and I wanted um, to showcase as many women as possible. I think I had, like, 25 vendors, which... Those of you who attend my events now know that it's not humanly possible to fit 25 vendors anywhere inside of a restaurant. I can't even imagine that right now. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, yes, yeah. you can be a vendor and you can yeah. be a vendor and you can be a vendor. But I was just so excited about it. And yeah. we packed out that place. We were at Monsoon in Babylon. I missed that place. I wish it was still open. I know. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Monsoon. I know. I know. I'm still patiently waiting for them to open something else there. But yeah. Um, but we had our first event and it was an overwhelming success. And I remember at the end of the night, like just kind of looking around and like taking a deep breath and saying, Hold, am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah. <laughs> holy, holy shit. I'm onto something. Like I'm really onto something. And I knew that if I needed it and I saw what happened in that room that night, so many other women needed it that I really needed to put like my foot on the gas and go full steam ahead. So do you want me to keep going? Cause like, yeah, go talk, talk okay. away. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so with that being said, I had my first networking event. I knew what we needed. I had two more networking events. Um, and then, uh, two days later after my third networking event, the world shut down. Right. So, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing. I'm going to, you know, that famous word of pivot, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to hop onto social media. And I think at that time I had had maybe, 
I don't know, maybe 3000 followers, maybe, maybe not even maybe 2000 followers. If, mm. if that, um, it, actually I'm lying. It couldn't have even been that much. Cause it was only like a few months into us doing this. So maybe mm. a thousand or so followers. And I made a commitment to myself, uh, and to the women inside of the organization that I had already built, uh, that I was going to hop on live every single day at 11 o'clock and talk to another woman in business. Um, and I did it probably for about two months straight. Um, wow. That's a lot. It was, I, I, it was, it was a really, and you know, what's so is upsetting to me is that this was before, um, lives converted into, um, uh, like a, on your feet. A video. Yeah. 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 So when, when the lives were gone, they were gone and I'm like, damn it, damn. man, I was like, go back. I know it was like right before too. Was, I think but right that's a, the- that's a really good idea because honestly, like I don't even think I, I wasn't really doing Instagram lives at that point. So like kudos to you, because I mean, that put you full steam ahead really. And you were connecting with all of these different women, which is awesome. Yeah. And so I really do believe that that was kind of like the turning point for babes in business as it relates to the first like kind of stage of our, of our organization and, and kind of the success that we now have three and a half years later. I really do believe that we were able to connect with so many people in so many different ways. And then when the live events started picking back up again, which really wasn't too shortly after, because right. I tell the story all the time. I had the first in-person event in my backyard. Um, <laughs> Did what you had to do. Did what I had to do. It poured. So I had to bring everyone into my house. Now, mind you, my house was different. We remodeled since then. Mm-hmm. There was a wall here. So there was like, oh. maybe, yeah, there was like maybe like eight feet of space where like everyone was hanging out. And my husband was downstairs, like cursing me out. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're going to get, everyone's going to get COVID. I'm like, whatever. It's fine. We're good. It doesn't matter. We're living. <laughs> We're living. Power of networking. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that was then. And now, you know, three years later, we have just built something that words can't even really describe, um, you know, the power of our community and and what's been able to come about it. So circling back to your original question, um, as far as what I do and why I feel like I'm so successful when it comes to networking is because I really do I really do do it from a place of authenticity. Mm -hmm. I, I network in a space where I want Listen, at the end of the day, I love money. I love success. I want to be successful. I want to make money. And I, I want to, I want to grow for myself, but I want the same for others pretty much exactly the same. I truly want to see everyone inside of our organization succeed and meet people that are going to lend towards that success. So it's almost like a game for me. It's like a pieces of the puzzle that I put together. Like when someone reaches out to me, it's like, do you have a, I'm like, and I usually have like three or four, but it's like, who am I going to give that person that I know is going to be a perfect match for them? Who right. am I going to give that person that I know when they can, I mean, you and Emerge were like, is like a perfect example. Oh my God. Like, that was like so spectacular yeah. and magical. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and pod spot too. Like yep. time, you know, I, I do something. I want to align people that I know are going to um, not just meet that day, but have long lasting connections. Yeah, you have a strategy, which is yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I do actually. Because some people, you know, and and there's been other networking groups that I've gone to, which similar to you, I was like waking up at like 7 a.m. and going to these like either like virtual. I was like, I'm so not about this. Um, but also the other thing is that they didn't last. A lot of them like just kind of fizzled out. They couldn't uh, keep up. They didn't prioritize like you very much. I mean, this is your thing. (laughs) This is your thing. 
And um, honestly, I've met, I can't even explain to you how many different women that I've met out of this organization, out of this business where like I've, I now have lasting friendships, which I love. And this is, I, I really wanted to talk to you about relationships because I believe the quality of your relationships dictates the quality of your life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that goes both ways too. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times, um, and I, I, you know, listen, I'm 46 years old. Um, so I've been around the block as it relates to relationships, whether it's personal, personal and professional, professional. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we hold on to relationships in our lives that we, um, that don't serve us mm-hmm. that, um, that we, maybe there's history there. Maybe there's it's family. Maybe it's, you know, um, a a feeling of guilt or a feeling of uh, responsibility to others. And just the way that you want to build new relationships, you have to be really conscious of old relationships too. And how, how much time, effort, and energy you're putting into those. Because I will tell you that if you're in a relationship or a friendship or a family um, situation where relation that relationship is not serving you, it's not it's not making space for all those new people that need to come into your life. It's weighing you down in ways that you probably don't even realize. So I think as much as you want to build new relationships, you really have to be very conscious and aware of all of the relationships that you have in your life and how they fit into where you want to be. Because it's it's very easy to say, well, you know, it's it's my, you know, cousin or it's my so-and-so, you know, and their family. And I, you know, and uh my dog is right. Oh, I, I kept my I kept my dog upstairs. <laughs> my I am so sorry. No, no don't be sorry. Yeah. Dogs um, are welcome. You see dogs me going like this yeah. the whole time. It's because the dog wants to play. Um <laughs> But it's, you have to really be aware of what those relationships are feeding you and um, how they're affecting all of the other relationships and friendships that you have, because it's, it's it's like a, it's a, a fine linear line, right? And like one doesn't fit and there's a break and that's it. So as you want to nurture good relationships, but you also want to really be aware of all of the relationships in your life and what they do for you. Absolutely. Now I'm curious. So when you started, right, has your mission with Babes in Business changed over the years? Because I feel like it has, and I'm curious. (laughs) It has. So originally, um, when I first met Jen, right, um, and I'm a party planner, like I love to plan parties. So for me, when I first met Jen, I was like, oh, I can plan really fun parties and I can network at the same time and I can get, make money off of this. Like this is a, a freaking win-win for me. Right. Um, and so at the beginning it was, you know, the, the bi-monthly networking events that we still to this day host every other month without fail. Uh, we're planned out now till 2024. So don't ever. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're mapped out through 2024, baby. Like I, I make it happen. So this is amazing. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, but originally it was the networking events to network, right? There was a very specific purposes and it was one type of event. And then I, the next event that I did was manifest in mimosa. And the idea of manifest in mimosa was not because I wanted to manifest. <laughs> it's because I wanted to drink mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> No, and also because I wanted to bring in 
um, a little bit more of the, the, the spiritual stuff, the, the more holistic approach to business. Um, but it was also something that I was also very, very curious in. Mm. Um, and then we did a few of those events uh, and then they kind of fizzled out because of COVID and everything else. And yeah. then we brought in breakfast clubs and those kind of fizzled out. Um, and, but you have your breakfast clubs now they came back. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. And then I started to do workshops um, and then I've done retreats. And then, so what I'm, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, is that I've, I've kind of dabbled in all the things, like how mm. can I make this community um, all encompassing? So no matter mm. what it is that you're looking for, you can go to babes and you can get. So if you're a super driven person, you can get a really specific workshop on how to grow your business. If you're a super holistic, spiritual person, you can find something that's going to serve you there. If you're, or vice versa, if you're super, you know, like analytical mind driven and you need the holistic approach, I'm going to give that to you. Yeah. So the, what I've, where I am now, mm -hmm. where I was then, and the difference is, is that I know what works. And I know how to put it together in a way that the community is going to gain value off of it. So when I was doing the Manifest of Mimosas, um, they were great, um, but the, the format wasn't right. And mm. now I partner with Tiffany at Spirit and Soul. And Our some, girl. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and some others here and there outside of her space. But we have, when we go into those spiritual driven events, we are, we're very specific on what we're focusing on. Mm -hmm. We're very, we're very, um, we're very hyper-focused on what we're looking for and what the end result is going to be. And I leave it to a professional to kind of manage that. Right. So, mm, okay. Right. I know what I'm good at. I know what others are good at. Right. Um, and then the same thing with our workshops and, um, and our breakfast clubs, we brought them back in a very specific way and they have been amazing. I love our breakfast clubs. Uh, so the, the answer to your question, cause I can talk in circles for a long time. That's the answer right. to your question is absolutely 100%. I now realize that there is so much that we can offer our, our community and we can offer it in a way that no matter who you are and what you're looking for, we could provide it for you. That's, mm -hmm. really, that's really my goal now is to take, take our, take what we offer and elevate it. Mm. Um, make it not so like one-off events where, you know, oh, so-and-so asked me to, you know, come to this particular space and host an event and I'm just going to go in and wing it. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm specific about what I offer. Um, and I'm very targeted about what I offer because I want you, the consumer to get the, the most value. Mm. Yeah. Value at the end of the day, it's all about value. Yeah. I, I know that I have gotten a lot of value and I've also experienced, um, like the multifacet of babes in business. I've spoken, I've been a vendor, I've been at the networking events and all were super amazing experiences. Yeah. And I mean, if you haven't experienced a babes in business event, I highly suggest you go to one because yeah. <laughs> you almost can't even, you know, explain it. It's, it's like this electric feeling, like all these people are just like hungry and like ready to mingle and just, you know, talk shop. And it's a really, really fun environment. And what I really love is that you have different speakers that come in and what actually, what prompted that idea? Cause I really love that. Well, the speakers are the format that Jen had originally created and I followed. Oh, okay. But what I do, I, I'm glad that you actually touched on this because it was in the back of my mind as you were speaking that is something I wanted to talk about is I love the opportunity to bring in new speakers all the time because I love the opportunity to showcase all different women in all different ways, right? Like I've had women with, you know, 
50,000 followers be a, a speaker at my events. I've had women with 200 followers be a speaker at my events. I've had women with, you know, 20 plus years in business speak at my events. I've had women that just started their businesses less than a year ago speak at my events. I really do believe that everyone has a story to share and value to give. Uh, so I, I love being able to invite all different women from all different places. I mean, you've, I mean, I've, if you've been to some of our networking events, you, you can raise your hand and say, like, we run the gamut of, of, different types of women that come in. Um, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoy being able to bring women in and allow them to share their stories, no matter where they are in their lives, their careers, their businesses, because I think we all can learn from people no matter where they are. So when I pick them, people are like, well, what's your process for picking speakers? I was like, I don't have one. <laughs> I think I asked you, I hit you up and I asked. <laughs> Good, I'm glad that you did. Yeah. I'm really glad that you did. And you, it's all, it's, it's honestly, and I, I, and this is why I often feel like I really do have to tap into like my, my more spiritual self more than I do. Cause it's all into intuitive. Everything yeah. I do is based upon my intuition. Um, so when I speak to someone, like I could meet someone at an event and know them for three minutes and be like, I need you as a speaker, or I can yeah. know someone for years and at some point it clicks in my head and I say, oh, wait, now she needs to be a speaker, you know? So it's really based upon intuition because I, I feel like, um, that's what makes it so pure. That's what mm. makes it so, you know, like not convoluted and not, and really authentic to the group, you know? So I, I, I've, I love the, the playing around of picking my speakers because it's, it's great to showcase and highlight you guys. It's fun. Yeah, I feel that because that's basically what I do for the podcast and how I pick people to come on. I'm like, now she's ready. Okay, yes, I got to talk to her. I mean, again, I've met so many women at Babes in Business where I'm like, you need to come on and share your story. Tell me everything. <laughs> yeah, and that's the greatest thing too, is that you hear these women and these stories of, of what they've got. And it's not just about their business and the success in their business, but what they've gone through in their life. And that kind of circles back to what I was saying originally when we first started talking, it's like, I, when I really, somebody once said to me, um, like, um, Jen, you're just so nice. Like, you're so like, you know, you're, you know, like you're, 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 you know, talk personable, to you're friendly. Yeah. And I was like, I was not always like that. I was a bitch. Like I was a bitch. I was like, I'm good with like my friends and like in my life. <sighs> like, it was because I was more concerned about being interesting to, to others than I was about mm. being interested in what other people were going to give to me and lend towards my life. And when I really um, made that switch and decided that I wanted to really learn from others is when things just got cool and it just became fun to network because I, and you know, if you speaking to a business owner, like if you're a business owner listening, especially a woman in business that's listening right now, the idea of networking is overwhelming. I've had so many people come up to me at events and be like, I was so afraid to come here. I didn't know what to expect. I, you know, I don't know how to network. How do you get, how are you, you know, how do you talk to so many people? And I will tell you, it's not about like, just being the most talkative kid in high school, you know, and it's not about being a social person because I know a lot of really um, introverted people that 
um, are really, really good at networking. I think the idea of networking is to really just get in front of people and really understand how you can help that particular person and then what they're going to teach you. That's really what it is. And every time I meet a new person, every time I meet a new person, I'm like, I need you to meet so-and-so. I need yep. you to so-and-so because then I know that those connections are going to continue to happen. So I think don't let networking overwhelm you. Don't let it scare you and make, and feel like you have to be this like talkative extroverted person. That's going to, that like goes out and trust me when I tell you, there are many times that I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I want to look at people. I want to talk to you. Um, and Same. I definitely get in those moods. Yeah. Like we all get in those moods. Uh, but again, when we, when we sip, when we, take a step back and we realize that it's not like, like a job and it's not a chore, but it's really an opportunity for you to surround yourself with really cool people that teach you really cool things. It always comes into place. So. You know, it's actually so funny. The networking events, as I'm thinking about it, that I was like, I really don't want to go. were actually the most pivotal in my life where I, for example, I think it was, oh my God, I can't remember the networking event that I was at, but it's where I met Tiffany. Yeah. And this was years ago and I was like, not feeling a hundred percent. I was like, oh, I really don't want to go, blah, blah, blah. My mom was going to come with me. She didn't end up coming. So I went and that's where I met Tiffany. And that changed the trajectory of my entire life and career. Right. So sometimes you just got to like suck it up. Love. And you yeah. know, I tell, I tell, I have like some really cool stories of like what has happened inside of the babes and business community. And you can use, the, I'm not doing it as like a plug for babes. Like if you want to come to a babes event, I would love to have you, but right. just the idea of like the power of like what putting yourself out there can do. I use Siobhan as a perfect example. She's a photographer. And when I had my first event, um, I had uh, this one particular photographer hired. And the night before the event, she canceled on me. Um, I didn't really know her. Um, she was like a referral from someone else, um, but she canceled. So I posted on Facebook because um, back then, like I was on Facebook way more than I am on Instagram. Yeah. And I posted on Facebook and I was like, does anybody know anybody who might be willing to, you know, do, um, you know, photograph my event tomorrow? And someone tagged Siobhan. Siobhan was the first person to reach out to me. Wow. And the power of networking done in the right way. Um, so she reached out to me. I said, okay, cool. Come on down. And like, she was like an assistant to a photographer, like working like part-time. And now she's like a fully booked, fully booked. She fully is booked. fully booked. Right. And you know, it's all because she showed up that day and she's forever supported the people in the organization. Every single event she shows up, she takes photos. She gets to know new people. Siobhan is a success story of babes to the fullest, uh, to the fullest. And a, a true example of what networking can do for your business. I look at like Jess McKinley and Daphne Bravo. They were two separate business owners doing two completely different things, met at our event, and now they have their own networking organization. And that's another thing too. That's another thing I want to point out. There is room for everyone. For everyone. For everyone, right? I support them wholeheartedly with all of my heart with what they're doing. And they do something very similar to what we do. And I, there's no qualms about it. I support them. And when people ask, like, do you have another, you know, makeup artist in your organization? Yeah, I have hundreds. I have hundreds. <laughs> makeup artist inside the organization. Yeah. Um, but I never, ever would tell anyone that they can't be a part of what we do, attend an event, even vendors. You know, I have, I, I do 
have to be careful and separate the overlaps a bit. Yeah. But like when there's vendors in the room, like if I have three clothing vendors, I have three clothing vendors because each one of them is going to lend something different to the support of the event. And I don't ever look at anyone as, as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Competition. competition yeah. Right? We're a community. We're a community. And what we, what I can't do, you can, and what you can offer me, maybe I can't offer you, you know, Catherine and Siobhan are a perfect example of, of, of community. They're both at my events all the time yep. and they bounce off each other perfectly. I mean, it's like a perfect unison. And anytime they're not available, the first thing that they do is find someone inside of their community that can help. Right. Which is awesome. That, that is so cool. I love that. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? So when it comes to what you can do, right. And the partnerships that you can make and the evolution of what your whole life could look at, like, like, like you said, like you probably didn't assume that this is where you would exactly where you'd be, but because of the people that you met and the things that happened, everything continues to evolve and change and doors open that you never knew possible. Right. I say this all the time. If I was to look back five years ago and you were to tell me that I would be doing what I'm doing right now, I would laugh in your face. I'd be like, no, that's me too. Yeah. 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 Me too. I mean, it's probably a dream come true for me to be able to do what I do. I say it all the time. I, it's so super stupid and corny. Like when I used to work in network marketing and I still love my network marketing business, I'm forever grateful for the, for the income that it's provided me and the residual income that I continue to have. Uh, but I, when I think about some of the things like that we did and like the, the growth and development that we worked on while we were inside of these, you know, att- events and stuff, they always used to say like, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, you know? And, you know, you want to retire from your job and, and live a life of your dreams. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> Like, okay, like whatever. And now I'm like, here I am sitting here, like, holy shit. Like, I don't work. Like, I don't work. Like, this to me is a, a, a living out my purpose. Yeah. It's truly living out my purpose. And I think, again, when you find the thing that is yours, right? Like, because everyone's purpose is different. But yep. when you find that thing, it will always feel this way. It's just yeah. a natural, it's like a natural progression of it. When you find that thing, and of course I work hard. Don't get me wrong. There are times where I'm like, I need to shut my my laptop, my eyes are bleeding. Or at the end of an event where I'm freaking like physically exhausted and need to go home. Yeah, I'm working, but there's never a day where I'm like, this isn't what I was meant to do. Like this right. is what I was meant to do. Which is so cool to actually be able to express that. And honestly, I can say the same thing where it's just like, I absolutely love what I do. Right now I'm hosting a podcast and like, this is part of work, but I freaking love it. And I'm here for it all day. So, I mean, if you're listening, if you have gifts and talents and you want to share it, share it. There's room for all. There's room for all. Yep. I agree. And that's another cool thing about babes. If you are someone that is kind of on the fence and not Mm -hmm. really sure um, what your life's purpose is or what it is that you want to do, or you're feeling you need more to be more inspired, um, just to be around like-minded women, you do not have to have a business to come to Babes in Business. And I've seen Nicole from Rockstar Recovery. She's a perfect example. She came to one of my events at Monsoon um, as a PA. She was just, she was, uh, uh, that's all she was. She didn't have a, 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 a business aside 
side business. And when she left, she was like inspired. She's like, I'm inspired to do something else. And now she's got a booming business um, that she does the vitamin drips, right? IV vitamin infusions and the medical weight loss. Yep. Yes. So, yep. And that, that all was from babes that all came through being coming to an event as a front. Um, so you never, know. you never know. Never know. That is amazing. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Are there any words of wisdom you would like to leave the listeners? I guess the one thing that I always say, and I will continue to say going forward, no matter what is no matter what you do show up as you do not pretend to be someone that you're not. Do not get caught up in this crazy town world that we live in, that everything is out in the open for people to see. Um, and do not overwhelm yourself with the process of anything. As long as you are showing up as you, you are not letting other things cloud your vision as it relates to your goals. Um, I promise you, you're going to find the success that you that you ultimately are supposed to have, right? I, I just can't stress it enough. It's so difficult when you open up your phone and you hop on social media and you look at what's out there and you see all of these things. Even like if somebody looks at me and they're like, oh my gosh, like I, I would love to have what Jen has, you know? Trust me when I tell you there's a, well, one, there's a shit ton of work that goes behind it. And two, it's not always sunshine and roses. Like things are not what people make it all the time. And don't get yourself caught up in that. Just show up as you, just be yourself. Even if it's ugly, even if it's messy, even if it's weird, even if it's uncomfortable, no matter what it is, just show up as you, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, show up as you. Mm, love that. Thank yeah. you so, so much. Wow. This was fun. Thank you. This so fun. Told you. Um, <laughs> where can people find you? Oh, so you can find me uh, at Babes and Business Long Island on Instagram. Uh, you can find me babesandbusinessli.com uh, where you can find all the information about our events, our membership, sponsorship, advertising, anything that you want to do to be part of the community. Um, and then my personal Instagram, if you want to follow me there, uh, is Jen with two ends underscore Fasano. Uh, but if you do follow me there, just know that you'll see lots of kids stuff and <laughs> family stuff. Uh, that's like really where I document like my personal, like, you know, family journey. So, um, but yeah. And if you are someone that's listening and has never been to a babes and business event before, and you want to attend an event, please, please, please join us. We have a couple of events coming up that 100% could be life-changing. Absolutely. I highly implore you go check that out. If you like this episode, share it with friends, like, share, subscribe, and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, love.